0: Hello and welcome to the Better Leaders Show. Today I'm talking to Gerardo Segat. Welcome Gerardo.
1: Hi Gerardo. Thank you. Gerardo, I should probably say it (laughs)
0: right It's an Italian name, huh?
1: Yes, it is. I'm Italian.
0: The the topic that you are interested in is, is in leadership. Um, And you gave it like a interesting spin because you talk about humanizing leadership. And my first reaction was, what do you mean? Isn't leadership human today? (laughs) So why do we need to humanize leadership?
1: Well, just uh, I think that, uh, you know, if leadership was more humanized, we would live in a better world that's to answer straight your question so leadership is human today because it is done by humans Uh, i'd say that there is room for uh, maybe improvement for making more human you know Uh, uh, i think that um, sometimes we wake up as human beings we have you know, breakfast, uh, do whatever, shower, and then when we leave the house, we forget the human being at home. And we only carry with us the leader being. Okay, so if there was more connection between the leader being and the human being in every leader, that would be, for me, more humanized leadership and therefore a better world.
0: You say if we had human leadership, we would live in a better world. So let's, let's give like one or two examples of the two opposites, right? Leaders who are really human and leaders who could be a better human. So how, how would you define that? How would you give two examples?
1: Uh, well, I'm not sure you have in mind uh, some specific people. It is more the behavior, if you want, you know.
0: Who shows the behavior that you're looking for?
1: I think any leader who, you know, shows empathy, brings all the, what is called soft skills or human skill at their office, uh, you know, or or anywhere, not necessarily only at the office. Um, So any leader with strong human skills would be that leader um, and probably also any leader who together with setting uh, himself or herself some objectives let's say what i call outer objectives so you know Growth, success, uh, power, money, big business, etc. Also has uh, some inner objectives that keep them very close and tight with a the human being.
0: Um, what if you look at what you said? If we would have more human leadership, we would have a better world. What What kind of things do you do you feel today in the world? originate from not good leadership, from not human leadership?
1: Well, I I think, look, I think that somehow that's very human, you know, in the sense that, uh, you know, I think we do it uh, all the time from, from, you know, uh, wearing masks, uh, judging, ignoring, blaming, destroying, attacking, all these things, shouting, all these things are Uh, you know, some kind of behaviors that we do uh, as leaders here and there, Uh, you know, some people more, some people less. I think those are behaviors that arise from fears. Uh, Again, fear is very human, Uh, but at the same time uh, uh, that's also the reason why uh, we require and it would be better if leaders uh, take this kind of inner journey to try and, uh, let's say, minimize, sort out these fears, uh, you know, minimize, and therefore minimize those kind of behaviors. So there, there isn't, uh, you know, the ideal or the perfect, but there is a continuous work on on trying to improve, if you want, uh, you know, uh, if there is a loud discussion in the office or somebody's launching, a, pushing a button to launch a missile, that all, you know, that both come from, from uh, fears, you know.
0: You, you are a coach now since 2016, if I'm right. And before that, you had your own company. Um, You work into the international tax area. Why did you sell your business and start working as a coach? What was the trigger for you for there?
1: Uh, It was that somehow I got to, well, let's say because of uh, uh, life events, uh, I have taken a direction that is not necessarily a direction that belonged to me. Um, and uh, at that time I said okay I want to be a successful entrepreneur and for me successful entrepreneur meant uh, uh, as I said uh, you know setting up a big business uh, lots of people uh, lots of money lots lots of these external sign you know success and at the time that I got there I said okay but you know uh, this is not really Uh, meaningful, this is not fulfilling, this is not, you know, and so uh, this is why I changed somehow. Initially, I felt this as adding a little bit more human into my work. I felt I needed something a bit more human uh, than what I was doing before. But the reality is that what I needed is much more connection with my human being okay and probably start looking and setting myself some inner objectives not necessarily only outer so you know uh, inner goals Mm, what do i want you know meaning love freedom certainty this kind of things
0: and this was impossible to find in your business at that time
1: Uh, No, well, um, it was impossible for me to find it, not in that business, you know, uh, obviously I I, I started this business and then this business grew up and became quite a big business, Uh, I mean 400 people, um, operation, 10 offices around the world, I was very much involved and, you know, I I think I needed to get out. uh, you know, and, and by the way, at the time that I started to exit, I didn't have, I, I, you know, I didn't have a clear idea what to do. I just felt the need to say, okay, I'm going to close this door, turn the page, and then, you know, leave, give myself some space to watch around and decide what to do.
0: And, and what did you do in that time? Did you do something specific? Did you go to the mountains and sit still or what did, you, did you do something specific?
1: No, I just uh, allowed myself, I was lucky enough to be able to do that. I just allowed myself the space. It means the time, you know, I just allowed myself uh, the time and possibility that what was meant for me and what really belonged to me showed up. And this is what I did uh you know and uh uh so i started you know talking to people about coaching then i quite liked it then i i re-qualified as a coach uh and then i started you know working as a leadership coach but that is part of the path okay now i actually where i'm standing today i actually feel okay this is my way this is this is what it is for me what was there for me but somehow as i said because of life events uh, you know uh, i was taking a different direction unfortunately i think that in a world where especially at the beginning you know uh, let's
2: you know when when we grow up uh,
1: Somehow, education has an impact, you know. I'm I'm talking about uh, education, I mean, parents, but any kind of shaping the individual, no, religion, uh, school, uh, parents,
2: you know, all these things
1: take you to a certain direction. Now, the issue here is that most of them, what they look at, what you get taught, is outer, you know. This is what, you know, you go to school, what's important is the mark that you take. You know, the marker is an, out, is an outcome, it's not what really counts. Okay, so you grow up with no uh, attention, with no education about looking inside of. It. Uh, And therefore, you know, in my case, I had a very difficult, uh, you know, youth. Uh, My dad died when I was six. My mom died when I was 15. She was sick. Uh, You know, I didn't have any money. I was organizing parties in clubs uh, in Milan to earn my money to pay for my education. Uh, You know, I was really struggling, you know. And so there was an entrepreneur in my blood because of my dad. And at the same time said, okay, I want to make it. You know, but what does it mean, make it? Nobody taught me what it means. Or you know, if you look at uh, the TV, if you look, there were no mobiles at that time, but you know, if you look at the TV, read the newspaper, listen to people at school, uh, you know, wherever you go, this is the kind of mess, outer, 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 outer. outer. Okay, and so you go outer. And this is what I did.
0: And it still is, isn't it?
1: It still is. It it, it still is. And, you know, in fact, I think, uh, and you see it very much in leadership. And, you know, it it is like this everywhere. Uh, Leadership, uh, you know, has a much greater impact because obviously we're talking about the people who take decision and who are point of references of other people, who lead people, who influence, you know. Um, uh, So, it it is very much like this. Uh, And this is what I mean humanize. Humanize means more contact, you know, more contact with the inner human being of any leader.
0: i talked about this podcast before about the inner development goals or the idgs which are connected to the sustainable development goals so the inner development goals i think is exactly what you're talking about it is about developing yourself on in this case a framework of 23 skills and and the skills are collected with an idea that these skills will help you to have like a bigger impact to change the world, to make it a better world, like you just described before. Like if you have more humanized leadership, we will have a different world. And I I, I really love that part. That's I think it's the same reason why um, we have this company renamed to Better Humans and and have this show and this offering on better leaders because we also feel that if we if we can help people to become better leaders, they can help teams, their members, their team members, their employees, their followers to become better humans, right? So I think that that's going to have a huge impact on the world if we pay attention to the inner part of the human. And we see the IDG now also implemented into schools, um, higher education beginning, but still it's schools. So the, the part that you have been missing in your youth, same as me, Obviously, I've, I've, I think that it's, it's changing slowly right now, because we see that the world that we live in is not something that we can continue in this way. If we want to have like a world, a planet that is livable for all well, human beings in the future.
1: Uh, yes, mm. you know, <laughs> sometimes when I talk to people, uh, you know, they always tell me, ah, you know, change when we talk about change, they say, you know, things will change because uh, the world goes in a certain direction. And therefore, you know, we will adapt. Um, And, you know, just to add on what you were saying, uh, if you're looking where we are heading, you know, and and I say AI just because it is probably the biggest one, you know. Uh, But the reality is AI you know, is a threat and if we're gonna, be, you know, number one, AI is a threat and therefore we need to do something about it. Okay, and then what do we do? Whenever there is threat, uh, let's get together and do something about it. So the reality is AI will, will
2: push us towards more humanized leadership, okay? Uh, also, because what makes us
1: different from AI is our humanity. I was uh, a friend of mine recently, uh, you know, was sharing something. He asked uh, ChatGPT what would be the kind of human intelligences that would be uh, least likely for AI to surpass humans, uh, and he asked that to ChatGPT. The kind of answer he got from ChatGPT was naturalistic intelligence, bodily kinesthetic intelligence, interpersonal intelligence, intrapersonal intelligence, existential intelligence. Okay, now, in all five, in all five of them, in the definition, there is a word that, from my point of view, is the leadership scale of the future, and it's the word awareness. Okay? Awareness of the body, awareness of the nature, awareness of others, between brackets, empathy, awareness of yourself, awareness of your existence. You know, uh, so uh, so that's why I think in the future, you know, there will be more and more. It's a trend that will will continue more and more also pushed by these technological changes right
0: i agree and i've also been talking to philosophers i think looking if you want to look at a different future away from the structure that we are in now like almost encaged you need philosophers and artists to show you the way to a new future, a different future. And also a couple of philosophers are saying, well, it may be too late that we cannot change it anymore. So that's not a a positive outside. But in the meantime, we can work with the things that we know. And like you said, um, use the um, awareness part as humans
2: to at least f- try to find a different route than we are at now.
1: I think that until we don't take the decision to say, OK, for me, fundamental change is uh, setting yourself inner objectives, because then once you have inner objectives, then you obviously go and develop, and you have more interest, and it's important, and it's essential to develop those human skills you know, that you were talking before. But if I don't have an objective to say, okay, what do I want? What, what are my, you know, what are my goals? Uh, what are my inner goals? How do I want to feel? What do I want to get to? Okay, I want meaning in my life, you know, or uh, something that I did for myself, and then you know, now I've done uh, also for clients. Uh, and by the way, I also do it during the show. Is you know, we all have these harmful behaviors, you know, if you take these harmful behaviors and the fear attached, you try to get to the ultimate fears, uh, that's also something, because we normally stop, you say, okay, I fear this or I fear that, but the reality is if you continue to ask yourself, okay, but why do I fear that? Why do I behave in that way? And you continue, why, 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 why? You know, I personally got to Those four things, which for me are, uh, you know, the the ultimate fears of a leader. And it is being meaningless. Uh, So, meaningless. Loneliness. Dependency from something or somebody. And uncertainty. Now, as far as I'm concerned, I just flip them. Say, okay, but this is what I want. What do I want? Meaning. Inner meaning, inner love, inner freedom, inner certainty. Inner, not outer. So inner love. Loving myself, not trying to compensate the lack of self-love with the love uh, of seeking the love of somebody else, uh, no? and then this balancing. So I'll just say, you know, these to give an example, you know, these are inner objectives and once you have those inner objectives automatically you know if you want to find inner meaning and you know it, it is automatic that you step into developing uh, human skills uh, and and bringing your human being with yourself everywhere you go not leaving it at home in the you know just when you go to bed
2: or when you wake up I also mentioned if we're looking for a different future we're looking into the arts you
0: have an idea you working idea combining performing arts coaching and storytelling what is performing
2: arts what what is how does it look for you well i i was thinking
1: about uh, uh, creating something Uh, that, you know, would impact uh, or affect uh, uh, world leaders. And, uh, you know, I thought, uh, okay, you know, the essence of my work is questions. And I said, okay, what can I add on that?
2: If I go out there and talk about the problems of the world,
1: You know, this is things that, you know, they say all the time, all the year, all the time. If I go and talk about the story of other people, yes, maybe for a little moment there is an impact, but not so much. What really counts is their own story. Okay, so uh, I created this this show uh, that combines, uh, as you said, uh, Performing arts, uh, storytelling, and and coaching questions, um, and it develops around some elements of intimate humanity. So, heart, uh, hug, uh, tears, fragility, uh, death, soul. You know, words like this, and for each of those words, is like a journey inside your personal uh, story around those items. Where for each of these items there is a question, there is a little story I say, and there is a, a performing arts. So there is poetry, there is dancing, there is uh, singing, uh, there is animation. The, you know there are different things. Arts as a tremendous part. You know I think arts just uh, put ourselves into a situation where our defense barrier, whatever they are, go down in one second. Okay. The reason why I put performing arts in this show and not simply the question is because performing arts, you know, the reality is they open the door, they take away the defense and the question then is able to arrive deep down the person.
2: It's interesting. Sounds beautiful. So on what platforms do you
0: want to meet these world leaders? Where, where in, do you want in to person.
1: meet them? It's an in-person show, on demand, uh, one and a half hour. I, I put together a team, you know, I, I knew nothing about, uh, you know, theater or... So I put together a team of people. Uh, there is a scenography, there is a show director, actors you know, dancer, singer, you know, all of that, put together a team of people, and we worked on that. I, I you know, also uh, did some training with an acting coach, so <laughs> not an actor, I still, I still won't be, but, uh, you know, I have to kind of, I had to improve, I still need to improve, but, uh, and, uh, and so, you know, we put together this, we started writing it uh, with a script writer, professional scriptwriter, and then uh, put it together, did some rehearsal, and now we travel, uh, you know, uh, we travel the world. And uh, the objective is to take and feature the show during World Leaders' Convention, hopefully one day, not too far. But it is available to corporates, so we take it to corporates to make people experience uh, what is called psychological safety. Okay. During the show, there are moments where people share fragilities, uh, share intimate fragilities, or share dream, or share, uh, you know, they they, uh, they write apologies, they share apologies. So it's, uh, uh, so it is for corporates or for conventions,
2: and we'll see where we get. If you, you are now at the start of 2024,
0: or well, we all are, the beginning of this year. What is it that you want to accomplish this year for your coaching and for you, this show, this, this, this huge show that you're trying to set up?
2: Uh, what do I want to accomplish?
1: Okay, I'm gonna to describe to you a scenario that this is what I would like, okay? I'd like to feature this show, take a G10 meeting, G20, G8 meeting, okay? So people, those big leaders, gather together, okay, and say, ah, they have the dinner, and then the day after, they're sitting and taking major decision about the world. What I would like is Uh, that the show is featured, as part of the side program of the meeting, like, you know, the first evening, one of the evening. And uh, so those people share this kind of experience, okay? They share their own intimate fragilities. They say sorry to each other, because during the show, this is what you do. You know, there is a moment where I actually ask uh, the people to write an apology note to a member in the audience. OK. And, and so I want them to, to live this kind of experience, do this, OK, and then go to bed. Uh, and the morning after, when they wake up, and drink the coffee, and then sit in a room and uh, with a different way of interacting with each other. Not different people. That's not my objective, but certainly a different way of interaction. You know, listening more, understanding more, being more, you know,
2: open to other people's idea and interact in a different way and therefore take different decisions. How do you think that this will affects their
0: decision making how how do you think that their decisions will change this year with with your show i mean
1: Uh, when you say how you mean what is going to to make them interact in a different way
0: Know, how they how they will make better decisions for ah, their... well uh,
1: you know i don't go into the specific detail it's not me but certainly i say if i'm able to change the interaction the way the people interact and somebody is more open to other people's opinion and you know finding a compromise less sticking to his own opinion or his own profit or his own you know I think the general way is that the show will certainly make people less selfish and more altruistic, okay? And, you know, if you put a bunch of people discussing something and they are more altruistic, the decision is uh, for sure it will be better. Now, the details, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know, and I'm not very, to be honest, I'm not so much concerned, Okay. Uh, But, you know, if that show can be quite powerful even before and, you know, have certain things where, say, sharing intimate fragilities, you know, this is a very tough thing. Are they going to do it? That's the bet. You know, I say yes. I say yes. Okay? Because, uh, uh, you know, not only from past experience, but uh, I had situations like this with those kind of people. Okay? And I've seen them. Mm, like any any other human being any other human being they're no different if there is a guy that
2: presses a button to launch a missile you know it's not uh, something incredible it probably has a fear He's a human being
0: i can see the imagery and the pictures of what you're painting for me now, the scenery you're painting with this uh, performance and also the conversations and the saying, sorry, or talking about death or talking about grief or talking about uncertainty. I can see how this would change these people. And also I see how valuable this can be within any organization to really go into the fears of people and to discover what you are about and to to work on the inner part of you like the inner meaning for example like you mentioned and that that's that's going to be a completely different future for organizations for people for the world
1: you know i want to tell you one thing because i think one of the misconceptions that we have you know is that we think that being authentic or being deeply authentic is so difficult, OK? There, my experience is completely opposite, OK? My experience, you know, I've been in board meetings. I've been in virtually with events with unknown people where people have shared intimate fragilities after half an hour. Why? Because we're all humans. And we're just you know waiting for an opportunity to be ourselves and take out the mask and be able to share everything and to be how we are okay and we're just looking forward even those leaders even the guys sitting at the g8 or g20 okay maybe even more than because they will never get an opportunity Okay, and hopefully maybe the show will be that kind of opportunity. But you know, I look. I was recently at uh, in London doing a kind of uh, one of the things that I do is I give it, uh, I go to boards of uh, you know banks or corporates and talk about uh, vulnerability. Okay, and it's one hour. Okay, and there was, I went to this bank, the board of this bank, and there were three other boards connected on Zoom. Mm, people got in the boardroom, didn't even say hello. They didn't even come and greet, they said, they didn't even know why they were there. Okay, half an hour, I talked about what it means to corporates, vulnerability, what changes, what are the effects, the results, and all of that. And the other half an hour, uh, we just shared experience. I shared my intimate fragility. The people shared theirs. Yeah, but, you know, we're talking about uh, you know sexual violence, uh, mental disorders. There were people crying in the room. Okay, people crying, hugging each other. The CEO. We're talking about one of the largest uh, Swiss banks. Okay, the CEO wrote me an email to say, look, thank you very much for coming here. We're going to take, uh, you know, we have to change things in this bank uh, to make, uh, you know, uh, a completely different uh, uh, working environment uh, where people feel free to open up and to be themselves, et cetera, et cetera. The reality is uh, to create that space is very simple. It doesn't take, uh, it's very simple. Lead by example. You know, if I'm sitting in a group of people and I share my intimate fragility, people will do exactly the same. Why? Because they see, okay, you know, that so, and and so people find themselves maybe sharing this thing and just after half an hour to a guy who comes and does, uh, you know, is not. uh, that maybe they had difficulty in sharing with best friends, parents, or whatever. But not because, simply because uh, to create that safe space you need to lead by example. So if I am vulnerable, if I am deeply authentic, if I share, the other people will do exactly the same.
0: yeah, and that brings us back full circle with um, authentic leadership, right? If you, as a leader
2: are authentic or open or vulnerable The people that follow you will do
0: will will do the same because they they see a safe space uh, where they can just open up and share, right?
1: Or, or that's something that happened to me and i i value it even more or they come to you and say i am sorry i actually can't do it okay but instead they don't stay silent and simply sit there they come to you and say look you know i wish i could but i can't and that's the first step okay because they you know if tomorrow something like this happens they will do and then at a certain point the same guy will do it
0: that's a beautiful addition great okay if people want to learn about your work about this idea of humanizing leadership about the work that you do which you just mentioned with the combination of performing arts and coaching questions and storytelling um they can go to your website gerardo segat is g-e-r-a-r-d-o-s-e-j-a-t dot com but if you in the if you watch the video it's also here and i've made it also easier so if you watch the video you can just use this qr code and scan it and you just directly go to the website of gerardo And you look about uh, the projects he's doing with the ideas, the performing arts and you know, talk to him, send him a message and ask because every time we get a step closer to your boldest dream for this year, the scenario that you have for the G8 or the G20 uh, to do this with them. I think that's going to be just beautiful. Anybody who can help you to take a step in that direction, I think it's just going to be wonderful, right?
1: well thank you thank you erno <laughs> and uh, you know everyone
0: well well thank you for sharing and as i showed before thank you for dr tanya low and Geraldo doyle for joining us at least the ones that commented <laughs> below and for now I want to say um, this video will be published also with the audio uh, next Monday on betterleaders.me, there you can find it. And as always, uh, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Yuridrodo. And see you you Friday, next Friday at 9 a.m. Central uh, US time or 4 p.m. Central European time. See you next week. Bye.
2: Bye bye.